It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Good morning to you. How you doing? Hope it's a good start, good day for you. Patton Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogue. Fellows, how are we? It's Friday. Yeah, we made it. Happy Friday to uh, you guys and happy Friday to everybody in I'll our beautiful what, music city. I thought I'd left my house a little bit late this morning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought, you know, because the, it, it's a crapshoot, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I got here, boom. I, I, in my mind. Yeah, I got here in no time. Yeah. I let, Same deal. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I, might. I think a lot of people have started their Thanksgiving week yeah. early. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think by and large, like, nobody seems to go to work on Friday. It seems to be like it's an optional work at home day, maybe. Yeah. More people working. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, here's my thought of life. If I'm in my car at 8 o'clock mm-hmm. and I can't get to this show an hour and five minutes later, <laughs> then I quit. <laughs> I quit. Well, you know, you and, know. And, and because, you know, it's usually from my here to my house 30 minutes on a normal Greg, 25. Greg got here so early, I thought somebody was breaking into <laughs> yeah, the place. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I grabbed a baseball bat and was ready yeah, to. Yo, who's there? <laughs> yeah. What you want? And I thought I'd left. The, I said, "Oh man, I hope I don't hit that traffic again." Because yeah. you know. But anyway, so yeah, uh, pretty. You know, it's this is not November. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, football. You know, I'm wearing shorts not because I have to mm-hmm. or because I want to, but anyway. Yeah, it's just yesterday, what, 70? 73, I think it got up I think up it too. got up above that. My car said 78. I yeah. don't know what it was, but in the 70s. Yeah, probably yeah. so. Split the difference. Split the baby probably about, you know, 75-ish. Don't do that. A week before Thanksgiving, and we're at 75 degrees. It's unbelievable. Now, it's going to cool down, but not... It's going to be like seasonal. You know what I mean? Going to be like, uh, you know, mid to low 50s. I can handle that. Well, the farmers. Given where I'm from, hell. Yeah, we need a really, really Good lengthy. Good soaking rain. No, uh, in about, oh, January, we need to freeze everything. We need to have it. And then free, what it does, it kills all the bugs, mosquito, you know, all the yeah. all the things that hatch. Right, exactly. They lay dormant while it's because they never get frozen off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's like an the issue. The swamps. Yeah. We're the swamps of Jersey right here. Hey, forget about it. I don't know nothing about <laughs> you know. People say there's people buried in the swamps of Jersey. Listen, I don't know anything about that, all right? Uh Titans. Um Traylon Burks didn't practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. Andre Water's uh, wet and the sky is blue. Andre what other Dillard. what other breaking news do you have? Yeah, no Dillard. So looks like we're gonna get Raidens at left tackle. Yeah, I don't think Duncan. Well, I don't know. I don't think they're going to start Duncan. Do you? They just signed this Calvin Throckmorton, uh, and I was looking at what he did. What he did done did six five three zero nine wave from the Panthers. But this season alone, 
He's made seven starts. Well, that's a good thing. Maybe he's not any good, or or they wouldn't have waived him. But four at right guard, three at left guard. He had 20 starts the last three seasons with the Saints. He's played in 40 games, 27 starts. So, so you're yeah, saying they could start him? I, well, I mean, I'd, I, I think, the, I think I, I, if this guy can walk, I'd rather start him over Dillard. Well, I mean, I my guess but is Dillard may not be available. My either. my, my yeah. educated guess is Dillard won't be available. I think he'll probably start the game with Raiden, see how it goes, yeah. and then if he's uh, you know. Poop oh, in the bed. This guy's a backup. Yeah, this guy's. A yeah, backup. If, they, yeah. If, if he's pooping the bed, then they'll try to do a shuffle. But it's a mess. And like I said, I, this is going to be an angry defense you're playing on Sunday. They got absolutely embarrassed last Sunday by the 49ers. So I've been saying it all week. I, you know, it, it feels like the Titans are walking into a hornet's nest on Sunday, but we'll see. And, uh, I'll give you my official pick next hour on picking with the pickers. How about that? Uh, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing mm. with Jeff Fisher. And had Jeff Fish. on that, yeah. Well, listen, Fish stepped up last week, and he uh, guest hosted, co-hosted with me and Patton on the podcast last week because uh, Keith Bullock was out of pocket. And did just so um, we had a great time, and it's always great to talk to Jeff Fisher. So um, make sure you're listening next hour when when Coach comes on, but also check out my podcast. What's good with uh, KB and JB, produced by Patton Cook. It's available on Spotify iHeartRadio, Apple, Google, CastBox, Amazon Music, virtually wherever you get a podcast. And go back and listen to our conversation with Jeff Fisher. It was great. Telling stories. Well, you know what's amazing? The promotion of that, you just morphed into a 60-second commercial. Didn't you? Ain't mean, my first rodeo, Greg Pogue. <laughs> now back for now back for the show, John right. Burton. That's right. So make sure, <laughs> make sure you're checking out my pod, our podcast, me, Patton, and Keith. Now back to Greg Pogue. And the Greg Bogan, John Burton Show, featuring me, John Burton. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you. I uh, appreciate that, John, for that <laughs> message. Uh, By the way, mm-hmm. we have a Thursday night football problem. Did you, I mean, decent game last night, important game, but the injuries, guys. You know, Lamar Jackson got banged up. Thank goodness he finished the game, but he's banged up. Mark Andrews gets hurt. He's out for the season now. Joe Burrow, who looked like he had a you know, bunged up hand coming in, couldn't finish the game. Had this been a Sunday game, maybe a couple extra days, he would have been all right. Thursday night football is a problem. And I understand Amazon paid a ton of money to the NFL. And I understand that revenue gets shared amongst the owners and the players and all this kinds of things. But, you know, the last thing the league wants is for the upper echelon, top tier quarterbacks getting hurt. And you just had two of them injured last night in a Thursday night game. And you had, you know, maybe the second, maybe third best tight end and the, a guy that Lamar Jackson really, really counts on for the Baltimore Ravens and Mark Andrews done for the year. And I, I know a lot of people say, well, that could have happened in a Sunday game. Yeah, it could have, but you're asking a lot of these guys to come back after a Sunday game to get themselves prepared. Most guys will tell you, especially veteran guys, guys that played seven, eight years, it takes you until Thursday to actually feel okay enough to like maneuver getting ready for a Sunday game. And you're asking him to go out and play in three days. I know this has been a, you know, Thursday night football has been around forever and people have been complaining about it forever. Yeah, I, mean, I get is, it. We've had, I understand it is, it is. I've heard this. Yeah. 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 We, I mean, it's the lay of the land, yep, but, yep. but you know, you look at these injuries and look, the Bengals are done. You know, they're, they're, they're five and five. They're zero and three in their division. 
they dug themselves too deep of a hole. But now you got, you know, now you got Burrow hurt. You know, is he going to miss time? I just, it's, well, and, and it was could, just, it was just unfortunate to to see the injuries that we saw last night. And they could as be a in fan. real hot water for not kind of announcing the Joe Burrow yeah. into the week because he showed up with a cast on his hand. Mm-hmm. And he was nowhere. And he on was the, not on the injury report, correct? I can't remember what team it was, but they got popped pretty good for mm-hmm. the same sort of issue. They got some draft picks taken away. And mm-hmm. this is a high profile player on primetime. Right. Uh, I, I That's something to monitor throughout the weeks and months. Yeah, I, I would like to see just the overall, how long has Thursday night football been around? I don't oh know. I would God, like forever. to see the number of... Uh, injuries and what kind of injuries mm. in that compared to just the mean. I'm looking at it now. Odell yeah. Beckham Jr. got hurt yeah. last night too. So well, every and I know that I just, I'm not pushing back on that because yeah, I do yeah. think it, I think it's way too much of an ask. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm-hmm. So now Burrow hurt his wrist on a pass. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that has anything to do with what how much you know his body is rested. Uh, well, you know, it, 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 would, it would, it would it, make yeah. you wonder had he had you know the extra three days. To get ready for a game, maybe on you a know, wrist injury. Uh, I, I I don't know. Yeah. So I yeah. know that's right. Yeah. That's right. We don't know yeah. uh, if that would have happened at any other time. I, the correlation mm-hmm. is every time something happens on Thursday, mm-hmm. we go see. Right. You know. Well, yeah. It's sort of what you signed up for. Uh, but I think everybody. I think people get hurt. I, I, I like to see the numbers uh, on what kind of issues. Mm-hmm. Like if he throws a pass and hits his uh, hand on a helmet, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with the time of the of which how much his body's rested in five days. That's yeah. just but he came into the yeah. game with an injury. Yeah, right. Already. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I don't and, know the core. You know the NFL is yeah. going to investigate that. Yeah. They're going to be like, yo, like you said, big time. You know. A lot of money was top, on that game top last Top five night. quarterback, one of the biggest stars in this league, one of the highest paid stars in this league on Thursday night, standalone, well, not national TV, but national streaming platform uh, availability. You know, they're going to go, they're going to go to the Bengals and be like, yo, what was up with Burrow? You know, and even why wasn't he on now. your injury report? Why didn't you list him? I mean, look who look who they're in bed with right now. BetMGM, mm-hmm. DraftKings, yeah. FanDuel. Exactly. Got a lot of those companies, I well, depending on how you look at it, there are a lot of angry betters this morning with how uh, that was not divulged mm-hmm. pre-game. Because if Burrow's healthy, that's probably a one-score game, you know, either way, Bengals or or Ravens. Ravens end up winning by two touchdowns. And so, you know, I'm yeah, you're right. I'm sure a lot of betters would have loved to have known Joe Burrow's status for that game before they, you know, plunked down any money. Right. And only now is because there are more people betting. Mm-hmm. That, that's you know people been messing. ESPN's got their you, own betting channel yeah. now. Go go tell Bill Belichick to really divulge. He you know he, he you could have you could have been decapitated and you were questioned. Well, Belichick what yeah. Belichick would do just yeah. to be a, a blank, mm-hmm. he would basically put all fifty three guys on his injury yeah. list. You know? Well, here's the way <laughs> like I like talk- Brady was Brady was questionable. Yeah. Probably his last six years in New England, he was probably listed as questionable every week. Everyone, no, that's everybody on that. He never had a mm. probable, never had a doubt. Mm. He had the one thing for everybody yeah, he's every, questionable. He's every time. Shoulder, but so we'll see what uh, my, my, my answer to the gamblers, yeah. uh, let the buyer beware. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It's called let, gambling. It's let not the called buy, winning. Let the buyer beware. You need to learn to play the game because they're playing the game, okay? Right. And, and quite frankly. But they uh, have to. They yeah. have to put somebody on the injury report if they're right. injured. Yeah. And they'll get in trouble if they well, don't. And right. they, I believe it's the C. I believe it was Pete Carroll, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. They got docked a couple draft picks because what they did is not in the rules. Yep. Well, we'll see. I mean, if that's the outcry, I think it'll be investigated. But again, at the end of the day, let the buyer beware because they're going to be monkeying with it all the time. 
that's what they do. Yeah. Um, boom, boom, boom. What else going on? High school football tonight. You out and about? Are you in? You in, uh, you're in we'll, studio? We'll have cameras uh, uh, in the area um, shooting and uh, getting highlights of these uh, playoff games. Of course, UPS Store Friday Night Football comes your way tonight around 10.20 right after News Channel 5 at 10. Looking forward to that. Our uh, mid-state checkdown game of the week tonight, 6.45, the pregame, 7 o'clock, the kickoff. Liberty Creek at East Nashville. Liberty, uh, Liberty Creek. They met eight weeks ago. And East Nashville won 27 to 13, I think, something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, both teams have gone undefeated since. Wow. How about that? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, should be a fun game tonight over at East Nashville. Their new, uh, uh, their new turf. They've only been mm-hmm. on it a couple games, you know, part of uh, the Titans Metro Nashville partnership, getting all the new stadium upgrades for all the Metro schools, which is really a noble, noble thing for uh, Miss Amy on that. I know we, we bang on her gangster drum, John, you do anyway. Uh, <laughs> <is> that, uh, <laughs> so, ah, I didn't call her a gangster. You did, John. No, no, yeah. But I it was did. meant to be a compliment. I said she was a, um, a wolf, a wolf in, sheep's in sheep's clothing. clothing. Yeah. And you took it to the higher level, right? Right. Because you know, I'm a heel and I'm a well, horrible your, person. No, I know, so. and, and it's you know, you your 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 words have consequences. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, speaking of that, um, Candace Lee yesterday said, "As long as she says so," I'm paraphrasing. He's the coach as long as I say so. Okay. Well, talking about Clark Lee. Yeah, Clark Lee. Yeah, she's not going to fire him. Well, I know that. But we I knew mean, that. Well, the, you, know? you know, the sad state of affairs is, is one of your ads got to come out and give you a vote of confidence. That's not always good, right? And, yeah, and and that's fine. But what I would want to know from Candace Lee, like, what's the barometer? Like, what's like, you know, okay, we're bringing him back next Mostly year. Mostly cloudy. But, <laughs> right, but I'm I'm. You know, what I'm trying to say is, like, at what point does she say, listen, I need to see X, Y, and Z going forward. You're back next year, or if you're announcing it publicly, he's back next year, but I need to see improvement. I don't know if it's win-loss record. I don't know. If, you know, I'm not saying bowl mandate or winning record mandate. Got to see something, though. Yeah, she's not going to do that publicly, uh, you know. But to him directly, I would agree with that. And okay. I also, yeah. and I'd also like to know if she's the only one making these decisions. Well, no. I, uh, with all due respect, when's the last time they've made a good hire over there? And who's made the right decisions? She's been involved over there for quite a long time now. Yeah. Well, I, you outside of the building, you know who's making the decisions, okay? And you better be quiet, or you'll get your credential revoked <laughs> i don't go over there no more and i don't really want to go over there no no no. Anymore. i'm talking about the one right down here no that's with, fine with that soccer that's, team that's fine listen my yeah, thing let's, is let me just tell john ingram makes the calls over there okay, okay. And, and, and should quite frankly my my a thing, lot of them. my thing with kansas league you're right she, she's not going to say that publicly but i think vanderbilt fans would like her to say something along the lines of listen we're bringing clark lee back next year but you know, we are committed to making this football program more competitive and, and winning more games. And then people can read into that whatever they want, right? Show me that you care about this football program being competitive. I don't think that's too much to ask. Patton, as a fan, I would imagine you're in that boat, no? Uh, I would love to see it. I uh, haven't seen it in quite like a long Like you said, time. You don't, she doesn't have to lay out, hey, you know, it's this or else or this, you know, or whatever, because that's the most overrated thing. Right. But, you know, I need, I need 
as someone who wants to support Vanderbilt football and have tried to for, you know, in the short amount of time that I've been in this city, you know, I want to see some level of a commitment to trying to make this football program more competitive. Well, because this is, you know, this, what we saw this year is getting old. Like I said, I, I just got really, really disenchanted after, you know, starting with that UNLV loss. I was like, come on, man. Now, UNLV turned out to be a pretty decent team, right? But still. Well, uh, yeah, eight and two. They're probably the most improved team in the country, according to Brad. I heard him, somebody ask him that last hour of who's the most improved teams. The big, No, the biggest surprises, right? Yep. I think he said Arizona, Missouri, and UNLV. So, yeah, that bad, that loss doesn't look nearly as bad, but it's still not a, where you need to be. It was a bad loss and still is a bad loss. Okay. So, anyway, and, and I think where you see the movement is really where we may not notice it until it manifests itself, but it's got to be in the NIL space. Okay. The, the schools are just taking advantage of the NIL. Uh, there's no salary cap in college, there's no salary cap in college football. There's no salary cap in college football. If I want to play, if I want to pay X quarterback $18 million a year, I can. There's no salary cap in, in college football these days. So they got to get into that portal. And, and it, it's a cyclical thing. I, I You know, uh, the one is the most. I'm more, in my mind, I think Clark Lee's fine. Leave him alone. I mean, he's got some bad losses and everything. What else is gonna is he gonna she gonna say? Of course, I'm committed. Well, she you know he's he, she's committed to him until she's not right. Right. And, yeah, and, that's basically and, what yeah. she said. Right. Yep, he's yep, he's yep. he's the head coach until he's not. Right. And that's like anything. I'm the one is the, is the Jerry Stackhouse. You know, they won twelve of their last fifteen games and 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 didn't even and did it in the NIT, not in tournament. And if you're going to keep Clark Lee, how about you give him some SEC-level coordinators? The two guys that got over there, with all due respect, shouldn't be on that staff. They shouldn't be signal callers. Are they his buddies? Uh, he seems like a lot of buddy-buddy stuff over there. Well, I don't know. That's outside looking a, in. A little bit of it, but, I mean, you hired. Uh, he did hire Jesse Minner, which was a great hire. Where's he at right now? Coaching Michigan, probably one of the best defenses in the country, and he gets bought out. I know Vanderbilt will never be able to uh, compete with that, but... Um, They've got to be able to have the ability to pay SEC-level coordinators. And if that doesn't happen, then the writing's on the wall and Clark might as well just step down as is. Speaking of Michigan, the three games in, according to Michigan, this thing's over. Big Ten sort of left it open-ended. And once again, uh, the 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 rush to judgment. This is it. That's all he got was three games. And he, and he only misses three hours a week. He can coach his team on the road all the way up. He can actually kiss them on the bus on the way home, like <laughs> like, like sending his students to school yeah. and then kiss them when they get off the bus, when when they get back to the team hotel or at the charter. I, I'm, it's sad. I, our, our, our country and everything's got to have something so immediately that – I didn't think they were ever going to take them out of the national championship discussion. And if they step back, you come back in the offseason, the Big Ten, not the NCAA. Big, you already just suspended him three games. What's his? So he's missing six this year. You come back, you let this play out, and now he's going to – they're the martyr. Right now, I would say Brad probably has Michigan as the team in number one in his power rankings, I would guess. So, th- yeah, they're five-point favorites at home to beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So they're, what, three wins, not counting this weekend, three wins away 
from a, a national championship with a and is it going to be an asterisk? No, you just let nope. it play out. You let it play out, right? And then whatever, and then you suspend him for a year. But no, Michigan. Yeah. Michigan played the game, got off the hook. They they you know they bullied themselves like Ohio State would bully. There's two bullies in that league. Mm-hmm. It's Michigan and Ohio State. It's Big Two, Little yeah, League. Yeah, right. And so they got off easy. They got off easy. And our 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 quest to have something done about right, something right. immediately. Our microwave society. Let, let them off the hook. Well, let them and, off the hook. And, you know, Harbaugh, originally they said, you know, we got, we're going to lawyer up and we're going to fight this thing. And all of a sudden, all right, I'll take the three Hell games. Hell yeah. Tells me that, you know, there was probably a lot of evidence that would have went against Harbaugh in Michigan. And, you know, the Big Ten saying, listen, just take the suspension. We'll drop the investigation. It's over. You know, you yeah. can still win the national championship. And I think they were like, you know what? Okay, fine. Well, and the Big Ten didn't want a court case against Michigan, right? right. And vice versa, right? right? So, yeah, they, they they lawyered up, they puffed up, and they set, they had a plea deal is basically what it was. And they got off with a slap in the wrist, quite frankly. All right, we'll take a – and that's sad. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we will uh, talk a little uh, Vols tomorrow. They play Georgia, right? I think they've already thirty on News uh, They've already lost the Missouri game because of Georgia. We'll talk to Ryan Callahan. Go Vols twenty four seven coming up. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Post-COVID travel is on a surge. Many of you are traveling for fun because you've been locked up for two years. Listen, whether you're traveling for fun to Italy, Greece, Spain, France, or somewhere else fun in the world, or USA, now is a great time to book before the crowds hit and save. Plus, with a strong U.S. dollar, you'll get more travel bang for your buck. Right now is a smart time to make your reservations and call low-cost airlines. With one phone call, you can let us do all the work for free. We'll shop hundreds of airlines, hotels, resorts, and give you a way to save huge money on your vacation plans. And if you call right now, we'll give you a free hotel room with a qualified travel purchase. So call right now. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. 
Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Coming up 10.05, Picking with the Pickers, presented by Kim Leeper Roofing. It is Jeff Fisher will join us then. Tomorrow afternoon, it is 2.30, the CBS game, the Georgia Bulldoggies and the Tennessee Vols, uh, and Ryan Callahan. Ryan Callahan 24-7 on Twitter X. Also, go Vols 24-7. Hello, Ryan. What's up, buddy? What's up, Ryan? Not much. How's it going, guys? Yeah. Good, man. Getting your shopping done for Thanksgiving? Ready to go? Uh, yeah, some, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, <laughs> Wife pretty, makes pretty the list and you here. do the shopping, right, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, that's that's got to wait until next week. It's a it's a pretty busy week up here. Even though Tennessee uh, Tennessee might not be as, uh, Tennessee fans at least might not be as optimistic coming into this week. It's uh, been a busy week up here getting ready for what's uh, what's still a pretty big game for uh, obviously for, for Tennessee a chance to play the number one team in the country. Well, you go ahead and get some early uh, Music City Bowl tickets for the Vols game there. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I guess possible, that was the, but uh, yeah, I didn't. Sorry, Music second, City Bowl, right? Nashville, yeah. I mean, a second, a second trip to Nashville one year might be a bit much, but hey, I, I mean, they're they're certainly in that discussion now, at least after after Saturday's loss, especially if they lose again tomorrow against Georgia. What happened last Saturday? Did it, I I had a feeling they may be in a look ahead. Missouri playing really well in a focused moment. You got Georgia on the horizon, and quite frankly, Missouri was just a better football team. Yeah, I, I think the bigger part is the second <laughs> the second part you mentioned there. I, I think Missouri is a a better football team than a lot of people realize. I think they they did some things defensively that that, that suggested to me that that this is a game. I mean, Missouri just did a really good job of scouting Tennessee, and whether, whether that's you know maybe that required some additional offseason scouting, and they put a lot of time into it after being embarrassed by Tennessee two years in a row. Whatever the case may be, it's a good football team that had a really good game plan for Tennessee, and, and Tennessee clearly didn't didn't play its best. Uh, but yeah. I'd, I, I think that game sort of, uh, you know, exposed a few things. Uh, you know, obviously it showed how good Missouri is. If, if, they're, if their good fight that they put up on the road against Georgia the week before didn't show that enough, I think they showed they're clearly the, the second-best team in the SEC East this year. And then and Tennessee, I think, was exposed a little bit for, you know, some of, some of its talent issues that I think they still have. I, I think that game kind of showed that it's uh, – it, Tennessee's still in, in year three of what, what was a long-term rebuild, and in some ways I think it showed that 
you know, again, last year that was a pretty special team and offense in particular that Tennessee had. And just without some of those special players, this is a very different team that against a few teams, including Florida and Missouri, has looked pretty average. I think Missouri is another one of those teams that had enough weapons, especially on offense, to kind of point out some of Tennessee's shortcomings and show where they still got to get better across the across the board on their roster. Well, right, you mentioned you know uh, Missouri having weapons. It was one guy that beat them, right? <laughs> pretty that, much. That was that was a big part of it. Yeah, Cody Schrader had an unbelievable game, but you know what 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 made it so tough? I think for Tennessee to defend him is who else Missouri has on the field and and how they distribute the ball. You know, Brady Cook's become a really good quarterback for him. He had a, a, a few really nice third down runs that that helped Missouri keep some drives alive. And and he's he's tough to stop as a runner because you've got to worry about Luther Burden and some of the other good receivers they have on the perimeter. Uh, so it's just a, a pretty well-rounded Missouri offense. They, they they weren't even top three in the SEC statistically going into the game. It's funny, but they're just they're a really good, well-rounded team. Uh, and they've got, you know, again, a, a running back that I think catches some people off guard with how physical and athletic and versatile he is. And, and Tennessee just, you know, I don't know if they just had a bad game plan for them, if Missouri's just that good offensively, but they really just couldn't find any answers for Missouri's offense. And, yeah, Cody Schrader had – Obviously, a game that, that they'll be talking about for a long time there. The, uh, Greg, you, you might be able to come up with a, a more recent one. The, the, the closest I could come up with uh, to a team doing that against Tennessee with a running back was Dexter McCluster at Ole Miss about 15 years ago. You know, it's been a long time since we've seen a running back just kind of run wild against Tennessee like that. And it was, uh, it was, it was pretty eye popping to see it, see it happen. And just Tennessee come up with no answers when they were, had the number one rushing defense in the SEC going into the game. Yeah. And, you know, just I guess who they lost their what the the, the back early uh, the uh, the with the uh, linebacker who was it the uh, oh crap the slot linebacker somebody that that they lost early and I just thought they had really to, yeah tomorrow to tomorrow to yeah McDonald's thank you very much uh, thanks for the assist yeah. there appreciate it yeah I drew a yeah. blank on the name but he, <laughs> but apparently he's going to be back right he's he yeah he's banged up but I think he's he should be able to play yeah. this weekend so that's a that's a big deal, but Tennessee is banged up in the secondary now. Obviously, Kamal hadn't been out a few weeks. I think some other guys still banged up there. So it's just that time of year. Everybody's dealing with a little bit of that, and some guys are going to have to play through some of that. And, and we'll see tomorrow if there are maybe some guys who won't be able to play through some things. Nickelback to Marion McDonald is who he tried to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, thank good you very job. much. Way to be prepared, Greg. Right? Hey, right. I was prepared. I just couldn't. <laughs> you just, I, just, I, I was yeah. slapping myself on the head to get it out of my mouth. Yeah, uh, Ryan, curious to know um, what you think George's mindset is is coming into this game because. Yeah, you know, they got the East wrapped up. We know it's going to be them and Alabama in the SEC championship game. But, you know, if you're Georgia, you got to be undefeated going into that game because if things don't go your way in Atlanta and you lose a close game to Alabama, you're still most likely going to be in the college football playoff, I would I would guess. So, you know, still a lot for Georgia to play for in this one, correct? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I, it, it, it's interesting because there's still some possibilities out there that could make it complicated for Georgia to get in with a loss in the SEC championship game. I, I still tend to think they would find a way to get them in with just a you know a close, a close loss maybe to Alabama in that game. But it's at least something that's on the table because you've got so many so many one loss teams there in the discussion uh, that could that could make it an interesting race uh, if if things don't change in the next couple of weeks. So. Uh, Georgia doesn't need to slip up in a game like this because, yeah, then the SEC championship game becomes a must-win. And Alabama's playing well enough. I don't think you want to be 
quite in that position. So uh, one, one interesting aspect of this, though, obviously Georgia's coming off two pretty tough games the, the last couple of weeks. They, 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 they really took care of business against Ole Miss, but that was a game they had to be up and ready for, knowing that Ole Miss was good enough to, to, to challenge them, and certainly Missouri two weeks ago. So this is sort of their third week in a row of get, getting up for what's a, a pretty tough game for them. Uh, relatively speaking, but I, I, and I think going on the road too. They they remember going to Auburn last month, not playing very well in that game, and, and getting tested a little bit on the road. So this is in some ways their their truly their second road test of the season. And I think they went into the year kind of having Tennessee circled on the on the schedule, knowing this is one of the games they would need to play well to win on the road. So I I, I get the sense Georgia will probably be ready for this game. They got Brock Bowers back last week. That's obviously a huge deal. Um, so I, I don't think they'll be overlooking Tennessee by any means, even though the balls maybe aren't playing their best football and are, and are a bit banged up. But it's still uh, a game, Georgia, it's important for them. And, yeah, they've got to be ready for the third week in a row to play a pretty tough team that's obviously motivated to, to knock off the number one team. Ryan Callahan, 24-7, Go Vols 24-7. Ryan, the ability to run the football, I mean, people don't realize with Heupel, I was looking at something that said uh, they've rushed for over 2,000 yards per year since Heupel's arrival. I think people would not under, uh, think that, right? Because the thought is they throw it all over the yard, right? And But Jalen Wright averaging 8.2 yards per carry in the, ten, in the three wins in conference, only 3.1s in the three losses, and... Going up against a Georgia run defense is not as good as it was maybe last year, but still one of the best in the country. That scares me if I'm a Vols fan more than anything because they need to have that ability to run the football. Yep, and, and last week they got away a, a little bit like the Florida game, it felt like to me. They, they sort of just got away from running it. Only 13 carries for Tennessee's uh, main three running backs, uh, Jalen Wright, Jabari Small, and, uh, and Dylan Sampson. So that's that's something that obviously has to change. If you remember that Georgia game last year in Athens, you know, one versus three at the time, one of the most hyped games in, in years in the SEC. And Tennessee just couldn't run the ball on Georgia in that game, and, and, and yet they were still able to sort of have some good numbers matchups outside in pass coverage where Georgia was able to keep Tennessee's receivers in check in that game too. Georgia's one of these teams that's, that obviously has the talent in the front seven on defense to just not – not have to commit a lot of people to the box and they still might be able to stop the run against Tennessee. Missouri did a pretty good job of that last week too. So this is definitely one of those, one of those games that's going to challenge Tennessee. You know, the, the first half against Alabama, Tennessee moved the ball. Well, Alabama was another one of those teams. They sort of figured out a way to stop Tennessee's running game or slow it down in the second half. So yeah, I think that's a big part of this game. Tennessee has to be able to run the football. It's what they've done best most of the year, but in a couple of their losses in particular, that's been an issue. So They've got to be a little more consistent there. Got to stick with it more than they did last week. I just feel like they have sort of gotten out of out of what they wanted to do offensively in the Florida and Missouri games. Got to stick to that game plan and be a little more stubborn about making sure you're getting the ball in the hands of your best players, which to me are those three running backs. Ryan, how do you, how do you think they'll try to scheme up to at least try to slow down Brock Bowers? Man, that's that's the tough part about Georgia. This is a little bit different Georgia team. You know, usually we think of them wanting to to run the football first and. Uh, you know, just kind of, kind of uh, ground and pound it, and, and then just go play action, and then that's where you throw to the tight ends, and the receivers aren't always a big part of the offense. This has become a little more of a passing Georgia team. Carson Beck's playing really well, really efficiently in the in the passing game. They still want to run the ball plenty, but it's not it's not quite the way we're used to seeing Georgia operate a lot of times when they have such dominant running backs. So they they present some real challenges, and they've got weapons all over the field. They've got some good receivers, Lad McConkey. 
uh, you know, a couple couple transfers that have been solid for them, and, and just some good depth at that position. Uh, and, and Bowers is obviously the guy that, that uh, gets a lot of attention. But the the tough challenge there is not many teams have great tight ends. They work in the passing game, so uh, I don't think teams are used to seeing this kind of matchup. And he's so athletic. Uh, on top of that, uh, and you're you're matching him up against safeties and uh, different guys, and, and you can try to try to defend him with different people, but. Uh, it just causes all sorts of problems to, to change up your defense to defend a tight end. So uh, they've got to be really, really good. And, and the reality is I think they know he's going to get some catches. The best way to defend him is probably just going to be to get after the quarterback. That's the big thing Tennessee's not done well enough lately. That pass rush that was so good the first half of the season has to get back to sort of disrupting things a little more consistently to me if they're going to have any chance in this game because Georgia has enough weapons with or without Bowers having a big game to, to throw the ball on Tennessee if their secondary has – has to sit back there and play in coverage for four or five seconds a lot. Ryan, By the way, bless yeah. you, bless you, Greg. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I was looking for my dump button. I just sneezed right in the middle of Ryan's. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, Ryan uh, Callahan man. is nothing to sneeze at. That guy comes on every week and gives us great information. Hey, Ryan, thank you, man. Hey, we'll uh, we'll skip next Friday because we will not be a uh, we'll be a. Uh, uh, all asleep on tryptophan. That's right. right. With all well, of our turkeys. As, as we all should. Well, yep. well happy Thanksgiving in right. advance to you guys and enjoy the weekend. All Absolutely. Right. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, Ryan. Thank you, Appreciate Ryan. You. Appreciate you, man. All right. We'll take a break. Hey, we're wide open till the top of the hour. 615-844-5600. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com 
Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. And I've got station. a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you, so no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family, or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-413-3953. That's 800-413-3953. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. This is how we do it. It's Friday morning. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Are you, you're, glee, you're gleeful. I'm in a pretty good mood today. I don't know why. What? Well, you'll buy it's it's early. Yeah, exactly. All right, six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. He's been sitting around all morning, flipping between undisputed, first take, and get up. And here to tell us everything that he's learned this morning, and to take us around that action up. Football Hi, Eric. Hey, it's John. Let me in you on a little secret. I still do watch First Take Get Up. I have not watched Undisputed since Shannon Sharp left. I'm just not, yeah. not into it anymore. And I just, so. you know, I, I actually, um, did I tweet at him or I maybe sent a comment on YouTube to Shannon Sharp when he joined yeah. uh, Stephen A. I said, watch your back, man. <laughs> just <Yeah>. watch your back. <laughs> Because, yeah, you yeah. know, I, I trust Stephen A. about as far yeah. as I can throw him. I'm a big Shannon Sharp fan. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. what you got, yeah. man? What's up? Hey, well, 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 a couple of things. First of all, I want to say, nice win for the Ravens last night, guys. But let me say this. I want to see more from you in the playoffs before I'm a total backer and buying you. Because if you're reaching this in the playoffs, I'm still not too much of a believer in the Ravens. So we'll see what happens. Well, especially now that Mark Andrews is out for the year, that is that yeah, is that yeah, is going to be yeah. a real challenge for the Ravens going forward to see how how far they can go in the playoffs because that yeah, is yeah. a guy that Lamar Jackson yeah. depends on, much like yeah, Mahomes yeah. does with Kelsey. Yeah, because here's my thing, guys. Over some of these last few years, Baltimore should have had the best record in the AFC, but or even part of the NFL. But my problem is their issue of closing out games. That's happened too many times for them for my liking, where they've had double-digit leads in the fourth quarter and they wind up losing the game. And it's hard for me to trust a team if you can't close out games. 
and also Lamar Jackson at times has had issues in the fourth quarter with fumbles and interceptions. So it's and people were comparing this defense to the two thousand Ravens, which I thought was kind of crazy. It's good. It's Ravens, not that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah not, a close not game. And it's, for me, it's eighty five Bears, two thousand yeah, Ravens, yeah, and then yeah, yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah, and your Giants defense has some pretty good defenses too. I'll give you that. Yeah, but if you're if you're Not comparing yourself to Philadelphia Kansas top team in the NFL, those teams aren't blowing games like you are. So we'll see how about that. And as far as the Titans go on Sunday, guys, I want them to win, but I just got a feeling, unfortunately, feeling they're going to get destroyed in Jacksonville, especially after Jacksonville coming off the loss. I don't see this team winning any of their last three road games. I don't think they're winning the Miami game. That game could get flexed out, or even the Texans game. In fact. The only game left on the season they might be definitely favored is next Sunday against Carolina because I think the Texas and the Colts games might be pick games. And, in fact, it wouldn't surprise me if they might be slightly favored. I don't think they're going to be favored at home against either Seattle or Jacksonville. We'll see how it goes. I'm not saying the Titans are going to go winless. But I just, at this point, unless they show me something, I don't see them winning any of the rest of the road games. They could go totally winless on the road. Guys, y'all take care. We'll talk to you again. Right, let you get some other calls. All right, thank you. Eric. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, so he mentioned it, and I know we were been talking on mm-hmm. and off the air mm-hmm. uh, that the Monday night uh, NFL Monday night NFL, of course it is. Uh, the Monday <laughs> night, <laughs> the Monday, yeah, I give myself crap too, but that may be flexed out. The Dolphins and the mm-hmm. Titans that they may flex it out and like what move it to like a Sunday afternoon, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you that, know, normal, discuss- normal time. There are discussions afoot about that, and foot. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we at News Channel Five need to need to know that quick, fast, in a hurry because we were supposed to. Uh, show you that game uh, on our air and do a special before or, you know, have extended live pre, pre-game coverage from Miami uh, before that game. So we are uh, we're trying to figure out what's going on. Well, we don't December know anything yet. Right. Is, so, I mean, they, what, 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 what is what their is, flex window? Two weeks, I believe. Is it two weeks? Patton, is that right? Yeah, that sounds right because uh, a couple weeks ago they had a similar situation right around that week and a half, two week mark. Yeah, and it was confirmed. Uh, no, and they don't do it that but often. But here's the thing: that, they're, they don't, they're thinking about flexing that for Packers Giants. Both teams suck. Yeah, I, why would you do that? I, I don't. I'd think rather see no. Tyreek Hill running up and down the field on a Monday night. You know, but they don't use it that often. It's not like. I don't know. There's been a couple more opportunities. I think. Well, Titans- this is the first year that they can flex right. Monday night football games, correct? Right, and they've had a couple opportunities that I think are worse games than this one that they haven't touched. So I- I'd be surprised. Green if Bay this at the Giants, Blech. and I'm a Giants fan. I don't. I don't want to watch this team. <laughs> you know, I just want the season to be over and hopefully get a one or one of the you know first or second draft pick, man. The flexing started for Sunday Night Football in 06. I, wow. Did it really? Yeah. Uh, and then it expanded to Thursday night. All that the, can't all be the right. state. Yeah. Well, I'm not I, doubting you. I'm just I saying. Think, this is uh, I think the sporting news. Week story. 17, yeah. I know they did that because yeah. you had. Yeah. Uh, you, but they just started the in 06. That you know, that didn't mean they. Right. Uh, but in 06, I'm trying to I find. I remember 2011, Giants Cowboys winner was division. Winner right. won the division, loser was out of the playoffs, so they flexed that to Sunday night. Like right now, all week 18 games, none yeah. of them have time. Uh, okay, yeah. NFL can flex Thursday night slots, and um, 
twice. They can do it between weeks 13 and 17, and, and so they can do it at twice that. Sunday night football, up to three games may be flexed mm-hmm. between weeks 5 and 14, with weeks 15 to 17 may flex games without any limitations on Sunday night football. And then Monday night, uh, the NFL can flex games in, in discretion between twe- weeks 12 and 17 mm-hmm. there's no limit of times a change can be made during that period uh okay here it is the nfl must announce a monday night football flex decision no later than 12 days before okay. the game so so not quite they, two weeks yeah they could go up to 12 days out on you guys you guys are sitting over there twiddling <laughs> right. your thumbs right <laughs> what are we doing well, that would be all the way to November thirty yeah. first, right? Yeah, we, they, that, that's another two weeks. They don't that you exactly. would need, not need to know. Well, listen, I, I I would say if the Titans lose on Sunday, you can almost you can it's almost a sure thing that they're going to flex out of that stand down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, let's take a break. Music City Todd will join us here in uh, coming up uh, right after this from the Omni Nashville Hotel. Hello, I'm Greg Pogue. Welcome to the Big South OVC Football Weekly Spotlight brought to you by Delta Dental of Tennessee. Clear eyesight, full smile, can't lose. Go Delta Vision. More information can be found at deltadentaltn.com. UT Martin has clinched at least a share of the Big South OVC regular season championship, finishing this season with a 5-1 league record for the Skyhawks' third straight league title. Gardner-Webb can join UT Martin as co-champion with a win over Charleston Southern on Saturday. If Gardner-Webb wins, it will then earn the automatic bid to the FCS playoffs. If Gardner-Webb loses, then UT Martin earns the automatic bid. Eastern Illinois can reach the Division I eight-win plateau with a victory at Robert Morris on Saturday. The 24-team FCS playoffs bracket will be unveiled on Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Central, 12.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPNU. Eastern Illinois running back MJ Flowers was named both Offensive Player and Freshman of the Week. He's the only FCS freshman with multiple 200-plus rushing games this season. Gardner-Webb defensive back Ja'Kai Young was Defensive Player of the Week with three pass breakups and a pick six in the win over Tennessee Tech, while Eastern Illinois punter Jacob Horvath was top specialist after averaging 42 yards per punt with a long of 54 against TSU. All games Saturday can be seen on ESPN+, Plus, including four league games, Eastern Illinois at Robert Morris, Charleston Southern at Gardner-Webb, Tennessee Tech and Tennessee State, and SEMO at Bryant, as well as one non-conference game, UT Martin at Samford. This has been the Big South OVC Football Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office and Delta Dental of Tennessee. Keep your health care costs low and your health at an all-time high with the power of preventive dental and vision plans from Delta Dental of Tennessee. Stronger Together, visit BigSouthOVCFootball.com to learn more and follow along on all their social media platforms. I'm Greg Pogue wishing everybody a great weekend at Big South OVC Football. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at deltadentaltn.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. 
you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Jim Rome Show. There are still things that are triple U, including people who take pictures and then crop them and use them as their biopics. There's got to be another picture of you. You cannot take a picture with somebody else and then X that person out of the picture. Crop them out and leave yourself in and then have it all off-centered. Or maybe have somebody's claw still on your shoulder or part of their ear still in the picture. The Jim Rome Show, weekdays from 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Can't touch this. Wouldn't want to. Picking with the Pickers coming up, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing at the top of the hour. It will be uh, Jeff Fisher will be our guest. Also, uh, the McFarlands this afternoon, two to four. Michelle Kennedy, who I really admire, uh, the Predators' uh, COO, president, and alternate governor will uh, join them. Of course, Sean Henry moves up to CEO, and mm-hmm. she's in the day to day more. She's she's a good one. You know who else is a good one? Todd Rotermount, Music City Todd. He is the uh, uh, area uh, manager of their sales and marketing, and uh, a good dude. And also uh, the Ohio State University fan. Hello, Todd. <laughs> Morning, Todd. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Doing good. Good to hear from you, man. How's everything? Good, good. Just listening to your show, and I had to chime in on a couple of things really quick when you talked about Stephen A. I can't even say his name. But when I'm watching TV with my remote in my hand, and I see it, and then I go, Stephen A., click. Number one. Um, (laughs) Number two, you're talking about that team up north, and, well, you guys know how I feel, but... Isn't it funny, a couple of weeks ago, when this all starts going down, the the school up north alumni puts out this thing about how Ryan Day's brother is a P.I., and they set it all up, and then Harbaugh comes out and says, hey, I didn't do it, I knew nothing about it, they couldn't find expense reports from Stallions, and then all of a sudden Harbaugh comes out and says, okay, I'll take my three-game suspension. Yeah. They let him off the hook. Well, I think I think I think Harbaugh realized that there was, you know, overwhelming evidence that proved that A this went on and B he knew about it and he probably said, "You know what? I'm going to stand down cuz I can still win a Natty." Well, well, I guess the thing is though, last year I guess he didn't scout TCU, did he? <laughs> no. Did probably didn't think Man, we're too. we're coming full of shots this morning, Dude, aren't I we? love the banter between Michigan and Ohio State. I love it. Well, it's going to be a good game here in two weeks, and uh, I'm confident in Ryan Day and a game plan and our guys. But the funny thing is, is if we were to take an L, do you think Ryan Day's job's on the line? You know, that's interesting, Todd. You mentioned that. I've been, I've been, I've been asking myself that question pretty much all summer and into the fall. 
because that would be three years in a row. And that is that is a legit job requirement when you take the head coaching job at Ohio State. To lose to Michigan three years in a row, trust me, I know that you know, I know you know a lot of Buckeye Hawks that would say, get this guy out of here, despite the fact I think he he's lost single digits since he's been at uh, uh, Ohio State. That's that's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting. It's going to be like John Cooper all over again. Yep, <laughs> we were talking about that. You're right. Well, Todd, uh, well, what, uh, Thanksgiving, that amazing brunch you guys have planned at Kitchen Notes. I hear there's a, just a few more slots available. You know, we're about 85, almost 90% capacity. So, yeah, we still got uh, probably 80, 90 seats left available. And I'm sure once the weekend football hits, people realize they don't want to cook on Thanksgiving. It's going to fill up quick. So go on to kitchennotesnashville.com or open table and uh, get yourself a seat now while they last. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate you, Always great to talk with you, Todd. Have a great weekend. All right, guys. We'll, we have, we'll be down there two weeks from today. I can't wait to see you. No, we won't. That's commitments, right? That's, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you get a day off. Yeah. Nice. We'll have to figure out that. Uh, no, I, I'm, I've been. That's in four weeks. No, I'm a goofball. We'll see you in two weeks. Dude, you bro. are off your game I, I am, today. I am. Bye, Todd. Leave me alone. <laughs> Bye. See you, boys. <laughs> yeah, I've got. You know what? I'm preparing. I am doing four broadcast in six days Mm -hmm. yeah i can tell you all about the midway college basketball team but i sure the hell don't know what's going on with the titans (laughs) jeff fisher pick with the pickers next AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Jim Ryan. The chair of the House Ethics Committee has officially filed a resolution to expel New York Republican Congressman George Santos over allegations that he used campaign funds for personal expenses and luxuries. Details from ABC News senior congressional correspondent Rachel Scott. That would tee up a vote for after Thanksgiving in the House. Of course, this has come to the floor before and it has failed. But after reading this report, more and more lawmakers say they are willing to vote him out. Santos so far has refused to resign. Israel has approved the daily entry of two fuel trucks into Gaza, a move requested by the U.S. to relieve shortages amid the Israel-Hamas war. Elsewhere, a trove of weapons, ammunition, body armor, and an underground tunnel have been found inside Gaza's largest hospital. The findings are said to be proof of a Hamas command center in that building. No government shutdown for now. President Biden has signed a short-term spending bill funding the federal government only into the new year. This is ABC News. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. 
Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one hundred people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Dinner with Friends is a fine dining restaurant located in Nashville's prestigious West End. It features an elegant presentation and exceptional service. One of the first non-alcoholic restaurants in Nashville. They pride themselves in professional and courteous service. A popular choice among locals and tourists alike. If you're in town for the ball game or you're just visiting with friends, Dinner with Friends is the preferred location for those seeking a rich, modern restaurant with serene atmosphere and top-notch guest experience. Your server will uphold the high standards of etiquette and hospitality and guide you through a unique dining experience. Enjoy the ambiance and reconnect with friends. Specialty dining will feature a set menu, a dedicated server, and a personal chef. Enjoy a delicious combination of meats and vegetables at a very affordable price. There's no place in Nashville like it. A unique experience. Come and have dinner with friends. 1719 Westin Avenue. To make a reservation, call right now. 615-730-9559. Dinner with friends. A proud sponsor of TSU football on WNSR. Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. It's football time in Tennessee, and it's Friday. So that means it's time for Pickin' with the Pickers. 
years. For over a decade during football season, you've heard legends of film and field tell their tales and pick their picks. Vince Gill, Rob Schneider, Arsenio Hall, Killer B, Steve the Colonel Cropper, Kathy Lee freaking Gifford, Dave Mason. Picking with the Pickers is brought to you by Tim Leaper Roofing. Now it's time to pick the brains of the Pickers. Here are the hosts of Picking with the Pickers, Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Bippity Boppity Burton. Well, Bippity Boppity Burton. Yeah. Picking with the Pickers, presented by Tim Ali for Roofing. And our guest is former Titans Rams head coach Jeff Fisher, who... Uh, Filled in for Keith Bullock last week on your uh, you guys podcast. Yeah, we had a great time. Myself, mm-hmm. Patton, and Coach Fisher. We uh, chopped up a lot of football. He told some great stories. Go back and listen on Spotify or uh, Apple, Google, Castbox, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. It's called "What's Good with KB and JB," the podcast show produced by Patton Cook. All right, and, enough uh, of that, uh, Jeff. How you doing, uh, real quick, man? Subscribe and uh, you know and 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 rate it. Coach, thanks for coming on the podcast last week. We had a blast. That was so much fun. See there, he had so much fun. Yeah, he's just yeah. stunned. <laughs> uh, all right. He said, "I well, I, I'm, this must be a commercial for some podcast." Right. I, you know, yeah, I, this so, isn't so this isn't picking up. with the pickers presented by Tim Leaper Roofing. Uh, mm-hmm. so we'll reconnect with Jeff in, in uh, just a few moments. Um, of course. Uh, We'll have the Jags-Titans game. Georgia-UT, MTSU-UTEP, and Eagles and Chiefs. Uh, Titans are plus seven against the Jags. Georgia minus 10 against Tennessee. MTSU minus seven and a half against UTEP. And Eagles plus two and a half against the Chiefs because there's no Vandy. So I picked up that one. I see what you did there. Yeah, Super Bowl rematch coming up on Monday night. Yep, so uh, that uh, is going on as well. So uh, we're re-efforting Jeff... um, Maybe out of his farm out there just, you know, digging up uh, rutabaggers or something. Rutabaggers. Yep. You ever had a rutabagger? I don't think I have. And it's more commonly pronounced rutabaga. But, rutabagger. You know, rutabagger. That's mm-hmm. what they say in Kentucky. You ever had one? I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yeah. And that's why I can say it. Cause you, you what is it? Is it a, is it a, it's like is a, it a vegetable? Yeah. It's a vegetable. It's like a root vegetable. Okay. Like what do you, what do you, what do you serve it with? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but you've had it before. Yeah, it's something. I don't know what it is. I'll, I'll look it up later. All right. Picking with the Pickers, presented <laughs> by uh, Tilly for Roofing, Jeff Fisher. Hey, Jeff. What's up, man? Coach. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Doing good. good. Coach, I uh, just wanted to thank you again for coming on uh, the podcast with me and Patton last week, filling in for Keith Bullock. We had a blast talking to you. Oh, that was fun. It was kind of crazy how it ended. I was right in the middle of a, the, wrapping up like the best story of the whole show, yeah, and then you lost service. Yeah, yeah. The, the so, power just zapped course, out I'm of the studio, it. so we had to kind of cut I'm it short. I'm it on myself going, oh, my gosh, I hope I didn't do something wrong. <laughs> you know, technically challenged I am. No, but it was no, it was on our guys. end, but it was okay. great. It was so much fun. Thank you. That was fun. Thank yeah. you. Well, what are you doing? Are you uh, digging up? We said you were digging up what we were trying to connect to with digging up rutabagas. You ever had a rutabaga? No. I'll tell you what. I was actually honored. I was the keynote speaker this morning at a breakfast of champions for Cumberland Heights fundraising. Wow. 
And so I went over there, um, had a relationship with them. Uh, the guys pulled off a kind of a surprise roast for me about 15, 12, 15 years ago there as a fundraiser. And Chris Mortensen and Merrill Hodge came down. Everybody surprised me. And so kind of maintained a relationship with them. They're doing some great stuff. Um, we're actually going to kind of partner up with, I'm going to partner up with them regarding just some, some mental health and some addiction issues as they relate to former players. Mm-hmm. And so we got a kind of, we've got a good thing going over there, but you asked, so that's how I'm more went. I hustled back so I could be a part of your picking for the pickers or whatever you got going. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I am going to get to it. I've sort of been tempering the Nashville cats on here. Cause I don't want it to dominate, you know, like uh, the Keith Bullock, John Burton podcast does. So uh, I'm going to subscribe my, today. This is my promotional. Well, yesterday uh, in, of course, Jeff and I are involved with the ownership group of uh, uh, Tamara Allen Dad and Nancy Eckert and Greg Johnson, the general manager. And yesterday in, uh, in Times Square, up on the digital billboard, they released all of the Arena Football League schedules, their teams, including uh, the Cats in the East Division and home games against the Minnesota Myth, Philadelphia Soul, Georgia Force, Albany Firebirds, Philadelphia Soul, Southwest Kansas storm so six home games one of those up in the fnm bank and then on the road at albany at georgia at minnesota and at billings montana and everybody we're we're invited to go out and stay with jeff so <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. the big thing we have to decide is um there's two ways from the cabin to billings one you can go up to bozeman and then take the interstate or the other way you can go right in and out of Yellowstone National Park and then into Billings. So we'll figure it out what the best route is. But yeah, how about that? It's that's uh that'll be one to look forward to. But they're all, you know, you're going to look forward to all of them and yeah, the you know, we've been kind of the league has been massaging the schedule and you know, we've had some different variations here Greg and I've looked at and this one is official and this one looks like it's going to be just a, a great opportunity for everybody. Well, having met, you know, obviously knowing you two the way I do and having met the other owners, it, it seems like a can't miss for this whole operation. And, you know, we've talked a lot about how popular the Cats were when in their first iteration here. And uh, I think it's a slam dunk. I think the fans are going to love it. And I think, um, you know, uh, Municipal is going to be packed for the home games and everybody's going to have a blast. I really do. I'm looking forward to it. Well, it's interesting you know, over the last week or so, you know, you get out and about, it doesn't matter where you go, at least where I go, when somebody's always saying, oh, man, that's awesome. I remember when, and, you know, they, you know, you got to, you got to, the most of that fan base, those, what they average, Greg, eight, nine, ten. Well, no, uh, the 12,800. Wow. 12, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, right. and I had a brief well, stint working in the Arena Football League uh, when, uh, when I lived in Buffalo and we had the expansion Buffalo destroyers and, you know, going to, you know, league events and stuff like that and league functions, you know, the, the, the one team everybody talked about was the Nashville cats because they did it right in terms of the fan experience, in terms of the quality of play, all that kind of stuff. The, that was the team that everybody talked about. And like, like I said, I was only in the, involved in the league for about less than six months, but you know, my time there, that was the team everybody talked about. And that when when we were building the Destroyers, we tried to pattern our fan experience, our game night experience, a lot after what Nashville was doing. 
Right. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. The uh, it was a, a, an event where a football game broke out, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what we're going to do. The uh, just to let you know a little bit of our plans of the game day stuff. We have the plaza there in between the bus station and and the uh, arena, mm-hmm. and the top part is Fifth Avenue. The bottom part is James Robertson. We will be able to have the close that off. We have getting in the process of getting city permits to have an all day festival there, music, and then afterwards with a ticketed event to the game, there will be a concert. We'll have to limit it of how many it will be more the premium concert levels. I mean, premium ticket levels for a private concert of some A-list artists. Let's just nice. just uh, put it to that. And, and the thing is, Jeff, you had never been to Municipal Auditorium. And what, last week, recently, we with, we all had the walkthrough down there. And I've been there, going there since the 70s. I was blown away with the, the $2 million plus renovation, more to come. Just how how modern it was with all of the amenities, suites that I had no idea existed, plush. And, and so there's so many sellable components. But Municipal Auditorium, you, you, I, your words, you said, man, this is amazing. And it really is. And, and I, it's, we're going to work on the retro of getting people back to their municipal auditorium. And so, and, and then Jeff's the one that got me excited about it. Obviously. Well, I love yeah. it. I love it yeah. just because it's right across the street from where I work at new <laughs> channel five. I can walk to all the games. It's well, crazy. yeah. So we expect channel five <laughs> coverage, don't we? You Jeff? will get plenty. <laughs> no, I, I, Greg, you didn't tell him. I, I, Greg gave me your parking spot. <laughs> oh, it's all good. You can have it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're more than welcome. So to I try coach. to, you know, I try to go into everything with an open mind and, you know, and be realistic and be objective, you know, in life. And, and, um, you know, when I, I was on my way over there making plans to go over and go tour it, it was kind of referred to me as the old municipal auditorium. Well, it's the old. And so I was just kind of mind going and go, all right, this is going to, this thing is going to need a lot of work. And I, when I left, I went, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Mm. That's great. I don't think you could construct a venue any better for indoor football than the municipal auditorium. Did I they mean, have that? Just, uh, from just sorry. Oh, go ahead, coach. Yeah, no, I just said it's just it's going to work, and and I think I mean people are going to be amazed, you know, when they when they step on you know on the property and go, oh my gosh, because it is it's going to be it's going to be done right, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I remember when uh, Nashville briefly had that lingerie, oh, excuse me, Legends football league team there, and I went to their first game. And- <laughs> Wait, lingerie? <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but- yeah, of course you remember that. I'll tell you what, their quarterback, she, she had an arm, man. She could throw. Sure she anyway, did. Uh, yeah, anyway. Coach, I wanted to ask you, I, I began the show today kind of ranting and raving a little bit about Thursday night football. You look at last night's game, and, you know, Lamar Jackson gets banged up. Burrow, I guess, was banged up coming into the game. You wonder, had he had a full week to get his hand or wrist right, maybe he would be available to play. You know, Odell Beckham gets hurt. Mark Andrews gets hurt. Now he's out for the season, which is severely going to affect the Ravens, you know, the rest of their season. Where were you at with uh, Thursday Night Football as a head coach, and where are you as a former NFL head coach in terms of just – how it just wreaks havoc on your players. I understand, you know, Amazon p- paid an ungodly amount of money for the Thursday night package. The league wants the revenue. They divide it up and all that kind of stuff. But, man, I thought last night was a prime example of how Thursday night football is just it's, – it's really, really difficult on the players. Well, you know, I agree. I mean, I'll come to it from two perspectives. One, from the coaching perspective, it is a really hard week. It's a short week. 
the saving grace is that you have time to recover. You get an extra bye week and, you know, bye weekend and things like that. Um, you can get a lot done uh, without pads on a short week uh, mentally. Physically, the, the challenge is, is recovery from the previous Sunday. Um, you know, sometimes players take all the way to Friday or Saturday to recover from the previous Sunday game for the next Sunday game. So recovery is cut. However, the league will stand behind the, the stats over the years and say, no, there's has not been an increase in injuries on Thursday night. Um, you know, I don't know what those stats are. Um, the, the, you know, the issue with the, with, um, with, uh, Burrow, was that a lingering issue? Was that a new injury? That's the question yeah. to be asked. With the, they with might the be getting list. in trouble with the league over that, right? Uh, oh yeah, if there if it comes out that you know he didn't, yeah, absolutely they will if that was not reported. Now, uh, as far as injury reportings are concerned, on short weeks, you basically okay, you you turn in an injury report on Monday as if it's a hypothetical Wednesday. And would he practice or would he have not practiced? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little, there's a lot of gray area in the injury reporting during the week. So that's between Cincinnati and the league. Mm -hmm. Um, I do know this, uh, when you watch a game on Sunday, there's going to be injuries. And I think that when you see a Thursday game, uh, the the injuries are magnified because it's, and it comes out of the back of your mind. Now this is not fair to the players. I, I, there's a fine line somewhere between it, but you know, it's hard. I mean, it's it's hard on their bodies. And when you're a team that, you know, a mine have always been, we're stressing recovery. And, uh, you know, if a guy's got a, something and, and that somebody says he's going to return on Wednesday, I'm not going to make sure he, he doesn't return until Thursday. You take an extra day or an extra week. And so they just don't have time to recover. And so, again, it was difficult. And it just shows you, I mean, it shows you, you know, the the difference, uh, you know, in quarterback play. Speaking and, of that, um, yeah, go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Well, speaking no, of that, I, just, I was going to transition to the quarterback play. What are you thinking of Will Levis if they don't get him killed? How can the <laughs> how can the progress? What you've seen so far? Because he so far he's checked a lot of boxes. So far, um, I saw him in his debut against Atlanta, and uh, that was his win. Uh, I thought. He did a lot of real good things um, in the game. Uh, he was on on same page with the play caller. Uh, you know, the command in the huddle. You didn't see any delay games. He really wasn't under any pressure on the play clock, and that thing is really overlooked. That that aspect, uh, as a, from a quarterback standpoint, it wasn't. A, you know, the, it wasn't like he was. You know, play after play, the play clock was down to one. You know, where you get in a hurry and you're looking at the play clock and your eyes are off the, the, the configuration of the defense and all that stuff. He didn't, he didn't have any of that. So in my mind, I thought, oh, this is a, this is an outstanding first, first go round. Let's see how he is on Thursday against Pittsburgh. Well, he goes up to Pittsburgh and there's, you know, I mean, that's, that's a hard place to do it on a short week, which we just talked about and go up there against that defense. And in a losing effort, I thought he got better. Um, he did some things in that game. Namely, I, I recall just seeing the, a play where, you know, it was a third down play, I believe, and he was pressured. He was trying to escape to his right, and, and he, he, he's in trouble. And, you know, he's going backwards. He throws the ball away. 
uh, to avoid a sack, doesn't take a penalty. The ball doesn't land anywhere near a defender. And I thought, man, this kid's got a pretty good idea of what he needs to, to do at this point. And so last week was not fun. I knew it wasn't going to be fun because of what happened at Tampa Bay. When you're, when you're in the NFL and you're part of a defense that gives up 40 points, but worse than that, goes on the field with 40 seconds left, and you got the whole field and your opponent needs a touchdown, and C.J. Stroud scores the winning touchdown against the Tampa Bay defense, that Tampa Bay defense had a really bad week before they played the Titans. And that's not the – you don't want to come in there and face that defense, and the Titans had to do that. So, you know, now, speaking of that, they got the same thing to look forward to this weekend because Jacksonville defense uh, got embarrassed. The whole team got embarrassed. And I don't want to say get embarrassed because the 49ers are really good. But um, now, the, now the Titans are facing another team. It's that wounded bear. You know, it's that thing mm-hmm. that's mad. You know, it's that extra motivating factor. But back to the quarterback, um, you know, I, I hope that he gets through the year. He's going to grow. He's going to develop. This experience is especially important to his future. But to Greg's earlier point, you don't want to get him hit if you can, all possible. And so ball's got to come out. they got to do some things there. And then i just like to say this about Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. I just hope that the, the fans here – understand what he did um in his career and how hard it is and the numbers he put up and the you know the wins that that he put together despite you know whatever issues they were dealing with over his career here but he should not be forgotten because he he was a big part of the you know the titans over the last few years but times change you move on Mm -hmm. and uh Ryan will end up someplace as a backup or a chance to, to start, but I think they got the, the a guy that they can build his team around. Yeah, I, I agree with you about Ryan Tannehill. I think he's going to have a, a pretty decent shot, uh, shot at being a starter somewhere. Coach, uh, curious to know, who's number one in your power rankings right now? Who's Who do you think is the best team in the NFL? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I would probably say San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were last year, and it shows to show you what happens when you lose a quarterback in the playoff game. Yeah. Um, I thought they were. Um, you know, I like uh, everything that Kyle's doing. The defense is really, really good. They're talented, and they score points, and they run the ball, and they're well coached. I, I think uh, they would probably be, be my pick. Um, you got a lot of other teams that are playing good. You know, Philly's going to, you know, obviously play well. Dallas is very very talented um but you know that's a matter of you know these teams that you think are going to be there at the end you know they're um uh daniel jones acl away from their season ending Mm -hmm. and don't uh, i know it as a giants fan coach i'm sorry (laughs) hey it's a cold world man you know that better than anybody (laughs) you coach this league a long time it's a cold world it's unforgiving and nobody cares about your problems well, I tell, I mean, Greg knows this. I mean, I took the Ram job because of Sam Bradford, mm-hmm. Dan Cronkey. And um, I I was out the year Sam came out. I made a couple phone calls. I called Mike March and Mike Shanahan. I go, hey, man, I was out last year. I was climbing Kilimanjaro, whatever I was doing. <laughs> I, didn't do, I didn't do the quarterback. 
<laughs> tell me about Sam. Mm-hmm. And they told me about him. And, you know, obviously that was all I had to hear. And I took that job and we flipped it in a year, uh, year two under me, Sam tore his ACL. Yep. Year three, he tore his ACL. Mm. And, you know, that's tough. That's, that's hard. Wasn't so, he, wasn't he the one, huh? the, wasn't he the guy that kind of spearheaded the move in the last CBA you know, to to kind of have this rookie salary, you know, control because he signed for a major signing bonus straight out of college, having not played a game. Yeah, yet. but like Matthew Stafford, yeah, in there yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's like those yeah. that, that era. Oh yeah, Sam got paid well, and it was the last year. Yeah, but he had nothing to do with it. He just, <laughs> and, um, but tremendous athlete, tremendous yeah. player. You could, you know, little things. You could shut your eyes on the practice field. And you knew when he was throwing the ball because you could hear it mm. go through the air and the wind. And, you know, it was just like he was that special. And, you know, you get, you lose a guy like that and it sets the franchise back. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, those are things to, to look at. I mean, I, I mean, how would you like to be in Cleveland right now? Yeah. I mean, that's hard. Yeah. You know, they, they, you know, they got what Jimmy's doing defensively and you got a potential uh, MVP on the defensive side of the ball. And who's not Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and Miles, I, I just think that, you know, they're going to, that's going to be hard to overcome, but got to keep the quarterbacks healthy, man. You know, yeah. they got I mean, even, even last night you saw that thing, you know, when you get near the boundary and quarterback gets near the boundary, boy, you need to get out of bounds <laughs> without any contact. Yeah. Flatten out. You know, just get out as quick as you can. You'd rather you see them go. than try to stretch the ball out or try to go for the first down, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I mean. I mean, if the know, game's on the we, line, we that's the a best, different we story. We had the best at it, and yeah. I, would, I would have these conversations. Tell that to Steve McNair, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. tell yeah. Steve McNair well, to no, run out of bounds. Yeah. Oh, no, but Steve understood. He did, I mean, early on, but, I mean, midway through his career, uh, he'll get out, he'd get out of bounds unless you call it a quarterback draw. If you call a quarterback run play, then Steve thought he was a runner, and so mm-hmm. he's going to hunt up a safety, you know, and, and try to punish him. But, yeah, there's a, he got it. He figured it out, uh, but uh, a lot of guys did, you mm-hmm. know. RG3, you know, you, the list goes on. But, um, yeah, it's hard to overcome that, and you got to have a backup. And, you know, um, I, I just, you know, back to what the Titans are doing. Um, you know, I think, I think I'm hearing Ryan's been great. For um, for Will, and um, that's what he needs. And um, you know, Ryan's there if, if if he needs a blow, or you know, if he wants to come back, he'll understand his role. Jeff, you uh, hang through a break. We got some games to pick. Okay, of course. All right, we'll do that. Picking with the pickers <laughs> with Jeff Fisher. Uh, we'll uh, have Paul Loson from Tim Looper Roofing coming up right after this break. As a Middle Tennessee-based company, Strike and Spare Family Fund Centers is committed to helping our community. This November, we are honoring our local veterans. Strike and Spare is partnering with We Are Building Lives, a local foundation dedicated to helping veterans get back on their feet. So far, more than 1,100 homeless veterans have been helped off the streets through the We Are Building Lives Foundation. During November, for every $5 donation made to We Are Building Lives, Strike and Spare will give you a free game of bowling. Visit any of our five area Strike and Spare centers to donate or visit strikeandspare.com to donate today and help our heroes find a way home. 
Post-COVID travel is on a surge. Many of you are traveling for fun because you've been locked up for two years. Listen, whether you're traveling for fun to Italy, Greece, Spain, France, or somewhere else fun in the world, or USA, now is a great time to book before the crowds hit and save. Plus, with a strong U.S. dollar, you'll get more travel bang for your buck. Right now is a smart time to make your reservations and call low-cost airlines. With one phone call, you can let us do all the work for free. We'll shop hundreds of airlines, hotels, resorts, and give you a way to save huge money on your vacation plans. And if you call right now, we'll give you a free hotel room with a qualified travel purchase. So call right now. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Hey, Nashville. Join Joe Fisher and me, Jonathan Schaefer, for the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. This Friday, we have a Class 3A state quarterfinal playoff matchup with Liberty Creek at East Nashville. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.45. Last Friday, our Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Player of the Week, presented by Jackson Boone Racing, was Liam Hackett, kicker at MBA High School. Liam kicked the game-winning field goal in overtime to defeat Ensworth. For MBA to advance, good snap, good hold, kick on the way, and the kick is good! NBA advances. The Big Red in overtime. NBA beat Ensworth 17-14 and will travel to Chattanooga to play McCauley in a Division II AAA state semifinal matchup. It's Liberty Creek at East Nashville for the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week, powered by Jody Jones Dentistry, exclusively on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byard gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher. That No one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Grant Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Putting the fun in dysfunctional. Absolutely. So producer Debbie likes being part of a promo now? Is that what yeah, I'm hearing? Yeah, she, yeah. She stopped by. <laughs> I, saw, I saw her in the newsroom yesterday, and she was like, Oh, my God. You put me, you put me in a promo? Oh, my God. I can't believe. I was like. Oh my God! <laughs> it was great. She 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 loved. It. I wish we were on Facebook or that people could see how you acting out how she said that. <laughs> Picking with the pickers presented by Tim Lee Peru. She listens every day. Hey, hey, Debbie. Uh, Jeff Fisher uh, with us, um, and well, he'll be parking in your parking spot. At, That's right. At the cats' practices and so home games, he can have it. It's all his, man. I'll, I'll park out on the street. I don't care. It's yeah. Jeff Fisher, man. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants my parking spot, he can have it. Uh, 
Let's bring in Paul Oson. Let's do a little pick. And Paul Oson, uh, Tim Leaper Roofing. Tim, good morning. What's up, buddy? No, no you're not No, Tim. no, no. He's you, Paul. You're, you're Paul. Yeah. With Tim. Hi, Paul. Hey, Paul. Man, that happens all the time. I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm hey, doing man. great, folks. Happy Thanksgiving, Paul. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Tell that to Jeff Fisher. Coach Fisher. Hi, Paul. It's, it's an honor to talk to you on the phone. We need to talk after we get off the show. I need some roofing help. <laughs> you got it. Okay. I'm gonna tell all my friends I'm on a first name basis. Hey, okay. We got it. We'll get it. We got some. Got him some work with Strike and Spare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not, we'll uh, we'll hook you guys up. We're one yeah. big happy family. Yep, yep, yep. All right, let's uh, like we'll it. pick some games. But for Pat and Cook, tell us. Who did we even have last? Uh, Sam Bush. Sam Bush, the yep. great musician and artist. Uh, all right, so what do we have? Where are we? Yes, uh, last week, uh, first game was Missouri and Tennessee. Tennessee favored, minus one and a half. Uh, nada, did not happen. Only person to pick the Tigers was you, Greg Pogue. You were the lone I should wolf. get double points for that blowout. I picked the Vols. I guess I did, didn't I? Sure did. How about uh, that? Next up, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was getting 13 and a half. That was not enough. You could multiply that by a couple, and it still <laughs> wouldn't have been enough. Uh, everybody picked South Carolina except Sam Bush. He was Mr. Hometown Team last week. Next up, MTSU and FIU. FIU was getting 13 and a half. Uh, they did not cover uh, MTSU big in that one. Everybody picked the Blue Raiders except uh, John Burton. He picked Ugh. FIU. Finally, how am I doing? Titans and Bucks, basically a pick them. Uh, Bucks, of course. Boat race, the Tennessee Titans. Only person to pick the Bucks. No surprise to anyone, Mr. John Burton, <laughs> a residential Titans hater, we like to call him on this show. So as we Tighten s- down, Patton. <laughs> Tighten down. <laughs> Boo, I agree, Jeff. Boo him. Uh, next, Boo this man. <laughs> our, our standings are as follows. Our guest right now, uh, Jeff, you're in, sitting in first place, 26 and 19 on the year. John, you are in second place, 24 and 21. And Greg and Paul both tied to or round up the bottom at 21 and 24. Yeah. Man, Tim's going to be so unhappy. <laughs> I think Tim was doing pretty good, Paul. Well, but if, you get a Jeff, yeah, but if you get a Jeff Fisher roofing job out of it, he'll be really happy, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, everybody wins in that. <laughs> oh yeah, situation. I didn't realize I needed a roof on my house until yeah. I met Tim. Turns out you do, Greg. Mm, yeah. That, <laughs> damn it. That, that, the stars are nice, except when it rains. Uh, anyway, all right. Inside joke. All right. Titans. We'll start with them right away. Titans are seven point underdogs in Jacksonville, uh, where uh, you. Uh, that was at one time um, Titans Stadium South for you, Jeff. You can call it another home game for the Titans if you want. <laughs> so, <laughs> so are you? Yep, are you asking I'm asking to you to pick. Yes, <laughs> seven. Wow, um, I'm so picking, so rooting for the Titans, <laughs> but I just don't know. Um, I'll take the Titans and the points. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. All right, because everybody, all right. Paul, what are you thinking, man? I agree. I think uh, I'm picking the Titans. Wow. JB, I know who you're picking because you hate the Titans. No, I don't hate the Titans, but I am taking the Jaguars, and I'm laying the seven. Um, I'm agreeing with that one. I'm going to go Jags minus the seven as well. I, I didn't want you to be the lone wolf over there. Yeah. You can't lone wolf yourself. That's right. All right. Uh, I guess you can. You know, if you're, if you're going to 
pick with your brain, that's the right pick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You pick with your heart, what I'm doing. Right. Uh, only because of what I said earlier and what happened to them. And, yeah. Yeah. That's they so get, boring, though. They can get good in a hurry. Brain. Yeah. But, um, too many exploit some of the weaknesses. But yeah. go ahead. Too many yeah. questions on the offensive line. And as coach said, this, this, they're going to be frothing at the mouth with, with the way they got embarrassed on, on last Sunday against the 49ers. So. Georgia is a 10-point favorite at Tennessee tomorrow afternoon, 2.30, the CBS game. Jeff, Georgia minus 10 at Tennessee. I'd take Georgia. All right. Paul? See, I feel like I, you know, I can – I'm just going to pick what Jeff picks at this point because I agree. I think Georgia – I don't think it's going to be pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm with I'm with both those gentlemen. Give me the, the Bulldogs, and I'll lay the ten. Go ahead and do it. Our <laughs> lone wolf, Greg Poe. Give me the Vols plus the ten. Wow. Yep. Okay. Uh, MTSU minus seven and a half at home against UTEP. Uh, Jeff Fisher. Where's uh, at, MTSU at, big picture wise? Them, they're there. They don't. They're going to finish at best four or five wins out of the yeah. they're out of the bowl picture this is the last home game right so this is the last home game yeah. in utep utep's not uh, yeah utep's traveling it's thanksgiving it's da, da, da. i'm going mtsu mtsu <laughs> paul mtsu had a good game last week i think i'm picking them i think they're gonna i think they're gonna win their last home game JB, give me the Blue Raiders. Well, that makes it a consensus. I'll take Blue Raiders minus seven and a half, and then no Vanderbilt to pick this weekend. They're off. Thank goodness. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, they're like Sorry. they're like one and nine against the spread. Yeah. Uh, Eagles uh, and Chiefs of the of rematch of the uh, it's in Kansas City. This is what the Sunday night game. Monday night. Monday night game. Monday okay. Night football, yeah. Eagles are getting two and a half in Kansas City. Uh, Jeff, a um, couple pretty good football teams. Oh, yeah, two really good football teams. Um, if Travis Kelsey makes it back to the U.S. to play in a game, I would go with the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, Taylor's got him on the his her private jet getting back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, the Chiefs. Uh, Paul, All right, I'm I'm going with the Eagles, man. I think uh, I'm picking the Eagles to win outright. Hmm. Well, you know, Travis uh, supposedly reports out there that says that Travis, this is a real thing with Taylor, and he could see himself marrying her one day. I'm not buying it, but I am taking the Chiefs. <laughs> you know, I could see me marrying her someday yeah, too. Exactly. I mean, if she wants, you know, I mean, I could see. I, it. You know, I'm sorry. She's the biggest pop star in the world. She can have any man in the world she wants. She's going to settle on some meathead football player from did, Cleveland did Heights, you Ohio. See, did you see who Julia Roberts married? Lyle, I know, Lovett, I know, one of the know. ugliest men on the planet. Yeah, I know, I know, so, I know. Anyway. Uh, I give me the Chiefs. But a great, home. great singer. Sorry, Lyle. Uh, and you may be friends with him, Jeff. Uh, but anyway, is it my turn? Who did yes. you take? I took the Chiefs. Uh, who took the Eagles? Uh, uh, I Paul took did. The Eagles. All right, uh, you're the lone wolf. You know what? Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Think, rethink about this. Rethink this. If you take the Chiefs and then the Eagles end up winning, we all lose. No big games or lose things. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, we're in last place, JB. I mean, Paul. It yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough games left, right? <laughs> oh, All right. 
Hey, thank you, Paul. Have a great weekend, buddy. Hey, we're going right, to do this on Wednesday next week with the holidays. So Sounds good. All right. All right. All right. Have a good one. All right. Yep. Thank you. Hey, Jeff, thanks for doing this, man. And uh, My uh, pleasure. Yeah, you guys have a great, great weekend, and to all the listeners have a healthy, happy, and blessed Thanksgiving. We'll get them over to the Tennessee Tech TSU game tomorrow afternoon, there right, over at Nissan Stadium. So I will be there. Yep. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Coach. We'll see you soon. Appreciate you it, man. Right. Yeah, as will I. Eleven thirty, the uh, eleven thirty. That was last week. One thirty, the pregame, and uh, two o'clock, the kickoff. Chris Sanders is me. Tennessee Tech, always fun. You know, we had Dwayne Alexander mm-hmm. on, and and just always like those people when they come to town. All right, we'll take a break. Hey, we're wide open at the top of the hour. Want to give us a call? 615-844-5600. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. This important message is courtesy of Woods Equipment Company at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville, where they feel our area is a great place to live and raise a family. Call Woods Equipment Company at 615-256-5639. I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you. So no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family. Or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-413-3953 800-413-3953 That's 800-413-3953 how about Thanksgiving, though? Right here at the Omni. Experiences matter here at the Omni. Celebrate Thanksgiving right here at Kitchen Notes with its amazing and expansive holiday brunch that can only add to the wonderful memories of the holiday season. The Kitchen Notes Thanksgiving feast features multiple entrees, including sorghum, glazed ham, and pan seared salmon, while the action stations boast smoked prime rib, and tender roasted turkey with all the traditional fixings. You're going to not want to forget that. So good. Also, save up some room for those very sweet endings. Thanksgiving brunch with family and friends at Kitchen Notes. Meals for children ages 5 and younger are complimentary. Make your reservations now by visiting kitchennotesnashville.com. Get you some delicious food. Do you want to work at the OG of Hot Chicken, Princess Hot Chicken Tanker? Outlet Mall, 4060 Cane Ridge Parkway, Suite 102 in Antioch. Princess is looking for fun, energetic, and friendly smiling faces as food runners and cashiers. They're also looking to create an amazing culinary team to carry on the Princess tradition. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken AFH at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com. PrincessHotChicken.com 
The Tennessee State Tigers riding in the first winning season since 2017 close out the regular season Saturday at Nissan Stadium against longtime rival Tennessee Tech in a matchup in the new Big South OVC Alliance. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join former Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders and me on the game broadcast Saturday right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Pre-game show at 1.30, kickoff at 2. That's Tennessee State versus Tennessee Tech in the season finale Saturday afternoon right here on Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogan and John Burton Show. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. You only get us a call. One of these days, you're going to do the Fisher imitation to Jeff. I'm moving closer to that, but I'm not. I'm not prepared to to tell you when I'm going to. do I thought that. he almost was going to do it at the parking spot. He goes, it's "I Jeff thought Fisher. about it," and I was like, "Oh, I thought about it." You really want me to do that, don't you, Greg? I I think he'll think it's funny. Let me. Yeah, I think he will too. He's got a great sense of humor. I mean, he's you know. He'd probably he'd critique it. Yeah, he'd be like, no, you got a you know, a little bit more inflection. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't bad, but, you know, you got to. <laughs> well, Greg, uh, you and Chris Sanders have the kind of call, the name calling, and uh, John and Chris have a Jeff Fisher off every week. It's, oh, really? Uh, they each have their yeah. own little thing. Yeah, yeah. Chris Sanders, he loves imitating fish and talking about his bus. Oh, he, he brings the <laughs> – we'll be right in the middle of the, uh, the a TSU football game broadcast, yeah. and he goes – and he'll go, well, that guy got hit so hard he lost his Jeff Fisher mustache. <laughs> I go, what? Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> It's been really cool getting to know these uh, these Titans legends, man. You know, because I wasn't here for the for that first round of glory. You know, in the late '90s into the early 2000s. So, you know, being here going on 12 years, it's been great getting to know these guys. They're good dudes, man. Those must have been fun teams well, to cover. They very much took it you upon themselves to get out in the community because yeah. there was the newness of it. Yeah, you know, now it's the NFL. Well, and, you know, but then they, but I'm sure, they wanted yeah, to get, the they time, wanted to get out yeah. at the time. I'm sure you know the, the 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 fans in this area were like, you know, we don't care about the NFL. This is SEC football country. We care about Saturdays. We don't care so much about Sundays. And so that was a smart move to let them know, hey, you know, the NFL's a big deal. You you have a team here. You have a reason to, you know, to to, you know, devote part of your Sunday as well as pretty much all your Saturdays watching SEC ball. Well, the first two years they're here, they played in Memphis, mm-hmm. one, and then in at Vanderbilt Stadium, and then they were in the stadium, and it had a buzz. But it wasn't until they had that Super Bowl run, the Mutiny Miracle, mm-hmm. then then it ignited, and yeah. we're still seeing that. But we're now into a cycle of, hey, this is the NFL. We hire and fire coaches. We hire and fire right. players. Right. This Your is, favorite this player is, this, this year is, might yeah. not be here next Cause, year. Because you right. got to remember the first twenty yeah. years, Jeff Fisher and Barry Trotz, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's were all the coaches, we knew. You know, yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all they knew, right? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people make a and and I some some I'll tell you something, but. 
a lady from the New York newspaper called Jeff about the New York Giants and their struggles. And he goes, why are you calling me? Because I lost a lot of games. He called, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he sort of busted her a little bit and mm-hmm. then ended up talking to her for 30 minutes. Oh, but, yeah. but you know what he, he said? He said, you know, he coached head coach 22 years. He said if he would have went 10 and 6 every year, he still would have lost more games than anybody in NFL history. Mm. That's how many years he coached. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was just going to yeah. say real quick, I mean, get, you know, just getting to know Eddie George a little bit, getting to know Coach Fisher. Uh, obviously, I do the podcast. Uh, Pat and I do the podcast with Keith Bullock. And, you know, Chris comes on with us every week. I mean, just getting to know these guys. These are just good quality human beings. And I can see, A, why they were successful during that period, and B, why this city fell in love with them. Yeah, there was Wycheck, Aldell Greco. Mm-hmm. They were all wanting to get out. I've heard nothing, but I never met Steve, but I heard Mm -hmm. nothing. You know, I've had people that I've met, you know, just, you know, outside of the broadcast business saying, yeah, I knew Steve. He was great. He used to come by my bar. He was a great guy. He treated everybody good, you know, so. Let's get Schmitty before the break. Schmitty. Schmitty. Good morning. Uh, First thing, I just want to give Pat a little little pep talk. He seemed real down on the. Vanderbilt basketball team. Sound like we ain't got a chance to do anything this year. I know it was a tough loss, but you know you can't lose the Presbyterian, though, Schmitty. Come also, on. Also had a pretty good win. Y'all didn't bring it. We had a good win over a good North Carolina Greensboro team. That a boy. So, Hang okay, a banner so, on that one. Exactly. How far are we yeah. falling? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, again, again, again. I'm giving Pat a pep talk because he's a Vanderbilt fan. I suffered through it all my life. I was born into it. I suffered through. 27 years without a bowl game, and 20 years the baseball team didn't even make the SEC tournament. And then and then now the two national titles. I never thought I would see that in my lifetime, two national titles. But let me ask you hey, something. Schmitty, you grew up in it and everything, but Patton is a fan of today. It is not fair for you to put your fandom and how you approach Vanderbilt and compare it with anybody but yourself. Patton is a I'm speaking for him, but how you go about being a fan of Vanderbilt and how somebody who's only 25 year, years old goes about being a fan of Vanderbilt well, are two different things. And, and it may be unfair, Schmitty, but I grew up – James Franklin was the head coach, and it may never happen again, but I I saw that, and that was really the first thing I ever saw from Vandy football. And I know we're talking basketball. I saw Kevin Stallings going in and out of the tournament. So for the past 10 years, I've been sitting on my hands thinking, what the hell's going on over there? (laughs) And I I love Tim Corbin. I love baseball. But to me, and and this may rile a couple, I care more about football and basketball. I love Vandy baseball. I truly do. But if I would trade – a few other things for success in basketball and football. All right. I just want to say keep your head up. You know, we started tough last year, and we, we wound up beating the, the orange team once. We wound up beating the blue team twice. So, And we're still playing without our best player. Hey, uh, interesting topic. I looked up, and don't try to guess this if you can. There's three, three Power Five teams have never won a national title in a team sport. Well, I'll give you one of them because they just moved up, and that's Central Florida. Mm. Would y'all care to take a guess on the other two? A team sport, national national title. Uh, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi well, State finally I, got over with winning baseball. Yeah, 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 that was, and then Ole Miss too. Um, yeah. Give us a give us a hint. I didn't say this to make ruin Philip Cox's day, but Kansas State, and then last but not least. 
the Hokies, Virginia Tech. Mm. Boy, they came close they came that one year. They lost yeah. to Florida State in the BCS championship game when they had Michael Vick. Florida yeah, State was hey, loaded last, that year, though. Yeah, They did. Uh, last thing, well, Kansas State did, too, the year they had. Uh, Hurry up BCS with your last thing. We're, I'm getting tired of All last right. things on here. I've only just said one last thing. Uh, <laughs> baseball, baseball. You talked about Otani winning the winning the MVP last night, JB. Um, I saw where the Braves made a trade. Any any chance that to free up some money to try to get him? They traded five players away. I'm um, I'm hearing that uh, Otani, quote unquote, would have interest in playing for the Braves. Wow, I'd, I'd love that down. on our station. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, we got to run. Got to run, Smitty. All right, thanks, right. Smitty. We're we're way late. Let's get to the break. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be giving. Fa la 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 la. Instant games to friends and family. Fa la 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 la. Join the joyous cash prize carol. Fa la 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 la. With top prizes up to five hundred thousand dollars, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. 
It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the City of Angels as the Seattle Seahawks swoop into L.A. to face the Rams. The Rams can protect their house with Aaron Donald, then put up points with Puka and Cop. The Hawks can fly downfield thanks to Geno feeding it to Lockett or D.K. Metcalf. Fires to the middle, it's caught! Touchdown, Seattle! D.K. Metcalf! It's the Seahawks at the Rams, this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Got a few more moments and then we're 88 on the game. Hey. Adios, Kazoos. High school football tonight. Hey. We've got the Mid-State Checkdown Game of the Week with Liberty Creek at East Nashville. Matchup of a game they played eight weeks ago. Neither team has lost since. So uh, should be a good one over there. Uh, Joe Fisher, Jonathan Schaefer at 7, no, 6.45, the pregame, 7 o'clock the kickoff. I know you guys got your uh, deal every Friday night. UPS store Friday night football around 10.20, right after News Channel 5 at 10. Scores and highlights from all over the mid-state. Also, um, the postgame with Will and Q, Will Brown and Q with that. Prep Football Talk tomorrow morning presented by Freeman Webb. Your podcast with Keith Bullock at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the TSU uh, football game, the last football game of the season at Nissan Stadium. Uh, it will be one thirty the pregame, 2 o'clock the kickoff. Also, the news coming out today, stop the presses. I guess the uh, new stadium will be called Nissan Stadium. <laughs> and, and so they had a huge... Huge, huge press conference to tell you there's no news. Right. It's kind of like, with all due respect, when Nashville SC, when they jumped to the MLS and they said, we're announcing our name is Nashville Soccer Club. <laughs> as it previous, as it had previously been so the new stadium is as a member stadium. of the USL. A lot of bet against that. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. It was, quote, the exciting news of the day. Oh, I'm well, excited, aren't you, Pat? Well, I am. That sort of uh, takes your attention away from their pitiful football team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say that. You just said that. So who's the Titans hater, Pat? Uh, me I'm, right I'm now, a real too. Right? You might as well <laughs> throw me on there. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Kennedy, the Preds COO, President, Alternate Governor. Mm-hmm. Jeez, you got a lot of things. She is um, really a, a really sharp, really nice lady. Let's I get really her on like, the show, man. I do. I, I'm going to. That's a good idea. She's on with the, the McFarlands this afternoon at 3 o'clock. I'll be listening. And just a reminder, the McFarlands, mm-hmm. they welcome your calls, and they mean it. You're gonna ride. You're gonna die on that hill, aren't I'm you? Just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to help out. You know, our teammates, our afternoon show. Love those guys. Love the McFarlane. It's, it's just you reek of, of. Justin was on my podcast a couple weeks ago. Our podcast. Everybody have a good weekend. Thanks for listening. Peace. Next. Five sixty a.m. Ninety-five nine 